Brian Bea will eventually be the ace of the Boston Red Sox pitching staff, but he's not quite there yet. Tune into today's episode of Lockdown Red Sox, where I go over his 2023 season and say what his recipe for success will be moving forward. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, and I am here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday, straight to your favorite podcast feed for free. So why not make it your first listen of every day because it's free, right? Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Thanks for making the show your first listen of every day. You can also make the SiriusXM app your last listen of every day if you just download it on the App Store and then you can search Red Sox and you can generate the home broadcast of every game so you can follow along with every pitch and not have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. And it's a nice feeling knowing you have that backup option if you can't sit at your TV and watch the whole game start to finish. At least you have that backup of being able to lock in and listen to the game still. So I highly recommend checking that out. The Boston Red Sox in 2024 are bound to have a better season than they did in 2023. The only way is up from here, my friends. And Craig Breslow is determined to change the narrative and make the Boston Red Sox a competitive team again. On today's show, I'm going to be going over Brian Bayo's 2023 season, how he contributed, and what he can do to improve even more in 2024. Because he was the best starting pitcher the Boston Red Sox had in 2023, but he's not quite at ace caliber yet. So I'm going to be reviewing what could make him an ace caliber pitcher. But first, the Red Sox did quickly make a couple roster moves today. They started that process of adding players to the 40-man roster before that deadline, which was today. Um, So what they did was they added three pitchers from the minors to the 40-man roster, which is Wilkoman Gonzalez, Shane Drohan, and Louis Perales. All three of these pitchers had solid seasons at the minor league level, And by adding them to the 40-man roster, that basically protects them from the Rule 5 draft. So what the Rule 5 draft is, is that players who are signed at age 18 or younger to a baseball team have to be added to their club's 40-man roster within five seasons of service, or they become eligible for the Rule 5 draft. And players who signed at age 19 or older need to be protected within four seasons. So you have to basically decide at some point during those four or five years that you want to add that player to your 40-man roster. Now, if 
a player becomes eligible for the Rule 5 draft, that basically means they can be selected by another team. Garrett Whitlock was selected by the Boston Red Sox in the Rule 5 draft from the Yankees. So you have to prioritize players that you feel have a future within your organization. So Craig Breslow and the Red Sox obviously feel like these three pitchers all have some sort of future within this organization. So they put them on the 40-man roster and there will be little moves like this that continue to happen as they start to work on ironing out that roster and getting into free agency. So good news to start off the day for the Boston Red Sox. But speaking of pitching and going along the lines of what their biggest need is in this offseason, they did have a starter who improved pretty dramatically from 2022 to 2023. Going into the season, I expected not greatness from him, but I expected him to show some improvement from 2022, and that's Brian Bayo. Because once you have a strong season under your belt, you can continue to grow after you've worked out those jitters of not knowing what to expect because it's a big season for you. So between 2022 and 2023, he had um, an ERA of 471 that he finished the season with in 2022. That went down to a 424 in 2023. So looking at his stats after the 2022 season, I expected him to show improvement and be maybe the Red Sox number one or two most reliable starter, but not necessarily be a pitcher that had ace caliber stuff yet. And that's exactly what the case was for him. I enjoyed watching Bayo pitch in 2023. And in 2022, he was still trying to find his footing. And I saw potential there that year because he had a couple solid outings. So that made me a little more convinced that in 2023, he could have that same type of season, but just a little bit better in a lot of the stat categories. So I expected a season out of him that showed improvement, but wasn't expecting him to be an ace caliber pitcher. And that's exactly what happened. He was by no means an ace in 2023. And I enjoyed watching him pitch because he was able to, for the most part, get the job done. And you knew if he was out there, he was going to be pretty reliable and pitch pretty well. Prior to the 2023 season, I was wondering, you know, what's his pitch variation and selection going to look like? Has he developed some of his pitches a little bit more? Because at the end of 2022, he was very much in a spot where he could have either gone way up or way down in his improvement level. So it was hard to really know for sure which direction he was trending in. And ultimately, he did trend upward. It's not going to be overnight that a pitcher is just going to become an ace. They need to take those steps to improve, figure out what works for them and what doesn't work for them, and figure out what adjustments they need to make during the season to make it better for them and easier for them to be more successful. And I feel like that's what Bayo's done. He's kind of internalized and taken in any asset of feedback that he gets or anything that could make his game stronger and develop his game even more from where it was at. So I just was hoping for improvement and growth from him. I wanted the Red Sox to sign another starter last year that could have been a more number one or even two 
caliber starter because I think Brian Bayo is about a solid three right now and he could eventually end up being a two and hopefully one down the road. But the expectations for him were not overly high because I expected him to be about right where he was at because in order for him to be a number one, he would have had to show a huge drastic improvement from 2022. And I just didn't see that happening. And that's fine as long as he's continuing to show growth. And he certainly did in 2023. So what exactly did his 2023 season look like? I'll be going over that with you next. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, a life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis, Viagra, and Ravascio prescriptions. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. Having that peace of mind is the best thing about Jace Medical offering this Jace case is wouldn't you want to be able to have a solution for all of your medical needs at any time? So Jace Medical can provide you with that. The way Jace Medical does it is definitely very valuable and helpful. So I highly recommend purchasing a Jace case and using that promo code locked on. I also recommend downloading the Sirius XM app because you can get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game straight to your feed for free. And why not do it? Because if you're stuck in traffic heading home from work and you're going to be late and can't start a game on time, why not help pass that time in the miserable traffic by listening to the game. I mean, I don't know about you, but the highways here in Connecticut can be absolutely painful during rush hour. And if I know I'm coming home late and the Red Sox are starting earlier, it's like a 6 or 6.30 game, and I know I'm not going to be home by then, I can just tune into the broadcast on the SiriusXM app if I search Red Sox and feel comfort in knowing I can still listen to the game. So you should do that as well. Brian Bayo in 2023 showed improvement from 2022. He ended the season with an ERA of 424 over 28 games pitched. Um, he, he had a record of 12 and 11, which overall is okay, but many things can go wrong in a pitcher's loss. They could give up no runs, but get no run support. And then the other team walks it off and it's a one nothing game when that starter isn't even pitching anymore. So that's why wins and losses for a pitcher aren't the most important stat to go off of. You want to weigh into other things as well. 
because a loss sometimes can be out of the pitcher's control, even if they have their best outing, everybody else still needs to do their part too. So I've never really liked judging a pitcher off of that stat. He gave up 45 walks in 2023 and 24 home runs with 74 total earned runs. And he also recorded 132 strikeouts. One of the biggest things for Brian Bayo that I'd like to see him improve on is that strikeout rate. He was only averaging about four to five strikeouts a game in 2023. So if he could get that up a little bit to maybe six or seven strikeouts on average a game, that would make him a much more valuable pitcher and he'd be a tougher pitcher to hit. So he needs to focus on trying to do what he can do to increase that strikeout rate. And one of the things he could do is vary his pitches a little bit more. On the 2023 season, he threw his fastball 57.0% of the time. Compared to his off-speed pitches, um, he threw his slider 17.6% of the time um, and didn't throw a curveball at all. So if he could develop a curveball, that would be awesome. He threw a changeup 23.9% of the time. So he has some other pitches that he can use. He just needs to start using them a little bit more because obviously it's natural for pitchers to use their fastball the most. That's just what's going to happen. They're going to straight up challenge a hitter and say, here, try to hit me when I'm pitching my best pitch right now. And a lot of times pitchers don't warm up to using their other pitches as much earlier on in their career. So for Bayo, he needs to start to figure out a little bit more, okay, how can I utilize these off-speed pitches more because then hitters won't be as expecting as much what they're getting from me. So how can I utilize these pitches to maybe strike out some of these hitters later on down the road? And to me, keep utilizing that fastball because that's his best pitch and he should be using it and he feels most comfortable using it because he doesn't want to put himself in too much of an awkward and uncomfortable situation where he's trying to force an off-speed pitch, and it's just not the right time or place for the off-speed pitch. Um, But if he can develop comfortably those off-speed pitches a little bit more to start fooling hitters more because he has a variation in what he's doing, that could be very helpful for him to do and utilize. So I'd like to see him grow on that a little bit more It was also interesting to just see how he was going about his approach to the game Um, because what I liked about him in 2023 was he had patience when he had traffic on the bases. He would slow down his pace of play and he would be a lot more careful with what he was throwing when there were runners in base, particularly runners in scoring position, so that way he could – no, okay, I have a runner that's on second base right now. I need to be careful more with what I throw because a single up the middle could score this runner. So he seemed to be aware of how he had to adjust when he had runners on base. And I liked that about him. That's something he definitely can continue to grow into as he becomes more and more comfortable and gets more and more out of his shell. Another thing that he needs to improve upon is his daytime starts. His ERA during the day was over six, whereas his ERA in night games was under three. So that's a pretty big difference. 
in order for him to be successful, he's going to have to figure out how to pitch well in both of those scenarios because the team does have a fair share of day games during the season. I mean, look at the Sundays. Unless you're on Sunday night baseball, you're playing a matinee on Sundays. So what is he supposed to just never pitch on Sundays? He needs to figure that out. And I understand that change in routine is a lot of what this has to do with for a pitcher because they have their little ritual that they do before every game. And when it's a night game, he obviously has more time to do it. I'm sure he gets up, goes about his morning routine and gets to the field at the time he needs to get to the field in order to prep for a night game. Whereas if the game starts at 1 p.m., he's disrupting his entire schedule from sleep to then having to get up and just go to the field without really going through his morning routine. And mentally, that could take a toll on a pitcher because he's probably like, well, I just broke my routine, so I'm not as focused because this is changing from what I'm used to doing. So whoever the Red Sox bring in to be the pitching coach, I'm hoping can work with him on adjusting that routine to make it effective so that he can still feel like during the day when he pitches, he's able to give it his best, regardless of the fact that his routine might have been cut short due to it being a daytime start over a nighttime start. Because if he can get that under wraps and figure out, okay, how can I alter my warm-up routine so that I feel like I can still contribute to this team during daytime starts as opposed to when I'm pitching at night what can I do to feel like my arm is still loose and warm enough but maybe by doing a more condensed version of the workout I have in front of me so I'd be interested in seeing how he adjusts to that in 2024 because a lot of his pitching routine I'm sure it's something that could also be done during the day, just a little more condensed version of it. So hopefully he's able to make that adjustment because that to me is one of the biggest things of 2023 that he needed to get better at. That being said, what are my expectations for Ryan Bayo in 2024? Is he truly going to improve in the way people hoped he would? That's coming up. I have some very exciting news about the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It's very exciting to be part of the first group of sports networks that are launching this. So you can literally get 24-7 coverage of every top sports story of the day. So if it's a top story and it's Red Sox related, you can catch me on there giving that update. It's very exciting. So you should absolutely subscribe to that today and tune in to Locked On Sports today. If you're really into sports betting, or even if you're just starting to get into it, you can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, 
player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Do you want to know what makes FanDuel so good, truly? Is because it gives you so many options and it gives you bonus money. Sometimes my fiance will randomly be like, oh, I got $10 in bonus money today from FanDuel so I can go use that on another bet. It's random but it's fun and it really does try its best to set you up for success because I've seen the way my fiance do it and I've seen the way my fiance does it and you won't be disappointed because it really does give you the best setup to try to win some money. So head to fanduel.com slash locked on today and also head to the Sirius XM app and download Red Sox because you can get the home broadcast of every game straight to your feed. And if you're anything like me, that means you don't like to miss a pitch of Red Sox baseball. So you should join with me and get that Sirius XM app, search Red Sox, and the home broadcast of every game will be there straight on your feed so you don't have to miss a single pitch. That's the Sirius XM app and search Red Sox. One reason why you hopefully won't want to miss Boston Red Sox games in 2024 is because of pitcher Brian Bayo. I expect him to show even more growth in the 2024 season. He's shown a lot of glimpses of potentially being an ace caliber pitcher down the road. Now he needs to put everything together, put a little bit more variety in his pitches and get that strikeout rate up and figure out a workout routine before daytime starts that can work for him. If he can put all of that into motion, I expect him to be a number two reliable starter by the end of the 2024 season. I expect him to be one of those go-to starters that the Red Sox know without a doubt they can rely on in any given situation. And I'm thinking about further into the future when it comes to the playoffs. In the postseason, the Red Sox need pitchers that they can rely on to go out there and get the job done. In 2023, Brian Bayo, I would have said it really depends on who the Red Sox are playing, but they could not have taken down an offense as dangerous as the Rangers offense with Brian Bayo pitching. It would, it would have just been too hard because that's just too potent of a lineup. So I'm looking for a version of Brian Bayo where we can say, yeah, he can take down even the best lineups like that. Um, so I think he can do that in 2024. There's definitely a couple of key pieces to the puzzle there. One of the biggest things I'm going to be looking at for Bayo come 2024 is his ability to maintain that calm presence that he already has during those high leverage situations because he'd be in bases loaded jams or even with just runners on second and third and find a way to get out of the inning without what seemed to be any stress, at least from what I could tell on his face. That's a good quality for a younger pitcher to have who's still trying to get in the swing of things and really find their piece of play and their style on the mound at the major league level. And Brian Bayo very much is somebody who the Red Sox have seen develop through his system, has been in this scenario before. But if you have that ability so quickly to be able to maintain that type of composure that he shows on the mound, you're going to be successful later on. So what I primarily want to see from Bayo is continue that mentality because that's going to get him far because we've seen pressures 
we've seen pitchers who have completely fallen apart under pressure in a lot of situations on the mound. And he just hasn't been like that. Like even in the playoffs, for example, the Marlins are a very young team with a young pitching staff. And when they were playing against the Phillies, one of their relievers gave up a grand slam that basically secured the series for Philly. And with him being young and not used to that playoff type of pressure, it was heartbreaking to see because basically the emotions of being there and that Philly crowd ultimately was too much for him. And he gave up a series ceiling grand slam. I would never want that for Brian Bayo. And I don't think it would get to that point, but he already shows quite a big of composure on the mound. And granted the postseason is a lot different, just a much bigger animal and everybody's playing with a lot more intensity. So just because you're good during the regular season doesn't mean you'll be good in the playoffs. But if I'm thinking about Brian Bayo in 2024, the Red Sox are expecting big things out of him, and I'm expecting him to echo that too. When we look at the pitching staff, we know the Red Sox have to sign one or two quality starters, hopefully and ideally two. But if they decide one, then that means that to me they overvalue Bayo a little bit and they feel like he's better than what he is. The reality at the end of the day is he's a three right now, so they need to get two starters ahead of him that can be reliable. And what's sad to say is Chris Sale is not one of those starters anymore. He cannot stay healthy, and the Red Sox can't rely on him being healthy all season long. Um, They have to understand that that's just where he's at in his career now, and anything he can do to contribute is a bonus at this point. And if he doesn't get injured – Great, but the chances of that happening are pretty slim. He, at this point in his career, just can't seem to stay on the field. So the Red Sox need to get two starters in there to put above Bayo in that rotation so that they can feel good and feel like they have a reliable pitching staff. And also, I feel like there was a lot of extra pressure on Bayo this year to be that guy because the Red Sox pitching staff as a whole wasn't great so the options just weren't really there so Bayo was more expected to be that guy who was able to step up in tough situations like that and come through as the most reliable starter in the rotation and that pressure might have been too much for him in the 2023 season so going into 2024, if the Red Sox have one or two starters ahead of him, he doesn't have to be called upon and relied upon to be that guy who's constantly being looked at as being the main reliable starter. And it's amazing to see the difference in players when they change from being the number one or the number two guy in one place to then being like the number three guy because they feel like there's so much less pressure on them and they can still play their game the way they know how to play it, but they don't have to worry about as much, oh, you know, you're a fraud because you had a bad game here and you're supposed to be the Red Sox ace. If people aren't associating the word ace right now with Brian Bayo, I think that's a lot better for him. Um, You know, I think for him – he could eventually be that, which is what I've been saying. I think give him a couple more years and he has a chance to really make some noise in Major League Baseball as the Red Sox ace, but he's not there yet. And if he can be drowned out by all of the noise around him and even people who talk on Twitter and can just say, hey, you know, 
I'm here for a reason and I'm just going to play my game the way that I know how to play, then he will be successful. And it's hard to know how a player feels about things when you're not there in the locker room with them. But I'm a big fan of Bayo. I think he deserves the credit for what he has done so far to show that promise. He definitely has work to do, though. And if he does the work in the offseason, I'm expecting him to move from a number three right now to a consistent, strong number two starting pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Don't forget that Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It's going to be a great time, so I encourage you to be there. And also, as always, keep the faith, go Red Sox, and I will catch you on the flip side.